We'll do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! Welcome to the Mouthpiece, episode 44, year two. Today, we're going to talk about, well, everything. Civil unrest in the world, Corona, WSOP online, uh, my online rush, that's continued, um, as well as the most important thing, which will be me opening a my small poker room where everyone will get to play poker with me in small stakes if they want. Anyway, stay tuned. The mouthpiece is next. Welcome to the mouthpiece. Uh, it's probably been a few day- weeks since we had our last uh, podcast. Uh, uh, maybe uh, yeah, a little over two weeks. It was uh, I think it was a Saturday before the the world officially started burning. Um, it's been burning since March, but um, then came the despicable murder of George Floyd, and everybody went absolutely crazy. Um, it it really doesn't shock me. Uh, I think it has, in my opinion, uh, the craziness, the rioting, the looting. Uh, when you lock up 8 billion people for three months and you give them an excuse to go out and do crazy shit, it's just going to happen. Um, it's sad. It sucks. Uh, but it is what it is. So um, we all have to make the best of it and uh, try our best to make the world a better place. Um, with that said, uh, a lot of people just just don't understand it is an election year in which they will do anything and everything to get Trump out of office. And that includes as much civil unrest as can be. I know people listen to the show, a lot of them don't want to believe that, but um, it, they just do it every four years. It's what they do to motivate their base uh, to bring out the black vote. Um, it's kind of like uh, what Trump did in 2016 to bring out his base when he was telling everybody how immigrants will steal their jobs, you got to come out, blah, blah, blah. This is what the thing I've learned about politics is what they do. Uh, it's going to get ugly before it gets better. It's going to be a very, very vicious election season. I do believe it'll be 10 times bloodier than the 2016 election year. Uh, with that said, um, I mean, Trump's running up against a guy who can't put two sentences together that never leaves his basement because every time he comes out, he, he can't even put two, two words together. And uh, whoever he basically picks for BP or whoever the elites who are in charge, they'll be running everything if Biden is to win. I don't see him being a president more than four or five months because he just he can't put two sentences together. So um, that's going to be very interesting dynamic. You have one side that hates Trump and would rather vote for a dead person than, a, than Trump. And then you have the uh, the other side that's like Trump's the greatest. This guy's a dead person. He can't put any. He ain't gonna do shit for the country. Anyways, I don't want to get into politics. I I try my best to stay away from it as much as I can. 
I just I just hate the hypocrisy on the um, of uh, you know Memorial Day weekend all over CNN, MSNBC. Oh my God, these red states! Oh, they're all partying Memorial Day weekend. Coronavirus cases are going to skyrocket. Blah blah blah. It's all Trump's fault. He's going to kill everyone. Blah blah blah. And then the George Floyd thing happened, and hundreds of thousands were arm-in-arm protests, no social distancing, no nothing, and all of a sudden the health officials, oh, protests are American democracy, and they're good. They're good for us because uh, it fits their narrative. And anybody that says anything different shouldn't even follow my show because you're just that dumb. So, uh, and now uh, there's a spike in coronavirus cases, which we knew would happen. Uh, and it's so funny, you turn on CNN and it's like, oh, coronavirus space crisis spiked because of parties on Memorial Day weekend. No, there were riots and, and protests since the day after Memorial Day weekend. That's what caused them the spike. So um, this is a double standard. It's really sickening. Um, three weeks ago, uh, de Blasio was threatening to arrest Hasidic Jews for going to funerals and having a gathering of more than 10 and uh, uh, a week later, you could have uh, as many hundreds of thousands in the street protesting, and that was okay. So anybody that doesn't see that hypocrisy is just a moron. But anyways, no more politics. Um, so let's uh, talk about what's going on um, with me. Uh, things are good. I've been playing a private game now for three months. I I will say that I've done very very well in this game and um it's uh been a blessing uh in disguise but um i i i'm just happy to have paid so much money back to people i owe uh and um hopefully i'll be completely out of debt here within a month and uh then um the rest is history, at least until I might have to have the surgery again on this other disc that is, uh, they told me it will have to have one day. And I was pain free since February. And all of a sudden, the pain started nine days ago, going on 10. I took a steroid pack, uh, started two days ago. Normally, when I take the steroid, it gets me completely out of pain. It hasn't done it this time. I'm not going to panic yet. Uh, the pain has gone down from the uh, steroid pack, but uh, I have another results I had in February. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, I always say when I go on these big rushes that it's you know usually the sign of something bad happening, but uh, uh, we'll, we'll we'll try and keep positive and hopefully I won't have to have that surgery right away. Um, so that's just something that kind of sticks in my mind. But uh, with that said, um, I am opening my own private little uh poker room with um uh all small games it's going to be one two and two four dollar limits um it's going to be hold'em and it's also probably going to be plo one two two four um it's going to be basically for all my fans um there's going to be very little pros 
if pros are in the game and they're winning all the money, they will be kicked out of the game. Uh, so uh, anybody that puts in a lot of hours and that are pros. Uh, I can't wait to play and get that money. Yeah, exactly. And uh, they won't they won't be playing in the game. So with that said, if you are interested in playing in the mouth poker room, okay, I want you to go to mouthpoker at yahoo.com. Uh, that's mouthpoker at yahoo.com and you will be given instructions on how to join the private site, the private game, how to deposit money. Um, I'm it's like I said, it's going to be a $200 minimum uh, deposit. Uh, weeks are going to go from Tuesday to Tuesday. So um, let's just say you uh, deposit money into the poker room to play with me uh, on a Tuesday and you want to take money out. You cannot take money out till the following Tuesday. Uh, anytime you want to deposit more, you can deposit anytime during the week uh, at mouthpoker at yahoo.com. They will give you instructions on how to do that. Now, I'm going to be raking very, very small, uh, probably the smallest rake anywhere for one, two, two, four. Uh, it will be no more than $3 a hand. Uh, and including in that will be uh, me zooming from the hours of two in the afternoon till four in the afternoon Pacific. Those hours are subject to change, but it will be a minimum of two hours a day. Now, during those, everybody that joins and decides to come play with me will be on a Zoom call with me um, and two other pros. Uh, during this time, uh, it's also going to be more like a teaching lesson. So uh, when we're playing one, two, uh, hopefully most of it will be one dollar, two dollar. Uh, there, there could be some two, four uh, if people want it. I don't want to get into playing bigger games uh, because that attracts people that are looking to make lots of money. And I don't really want pros. I want my fans. I want people who always call in and always say, it's my dream to play small limit poker with you, Mike. Uh, or uh, can you join our, I mean, I can't tell you how many people say, can you join our one, two, two, five game? We'd love to have you. And uh, this way you're going to have a chance to play with me. Um, when you play certain hands and we are in the Zoom, any hands you want to discuss that you played and I'm in the game that you played, um, I will comment on that hand and tell you what you did wrong. So uh, basically you're in the game, you get, stacked for 200 and you say oh mike uh i just got stacked what did i do wrong okay i'm gonna i'm gonna give you a little lesson so basically uh you're gonna be playing one dollar two dollar with me maybe some two four um it's gonna i'll be zooming live for two hours a day um i have uh, a couple of my best friends who are pros that that are able to play as much as five games at a time, they will be uh, playing in the game and they will be on Zoom. So um, 
when I am not on, they will you will be able to know who those two people are. Uh, and the uh, when you email me at mouth four one one or not mouth four one one mouth poker at yahoo.com, uh, you will be uh, able to. Uh, there will be instructions on everything and uh, when we'll be playing and uh, who knows I mean uh, it might get games might get popular they may not get so good where we get tons of people that just want to keep playing um, there might be where people play just the two hours a day that I'm on Zoom uh, whatever it is um, it's uh, it's me basically wanting to give back to um, my uh, fans and um it's uh, the, the software and the private game that on the site I'm on is spectacular. It's it might even be a bit better than like PokerStars software. So it, it's, a, it's a really good software, a good place to play on. And um, the thing is, is I didn't know any uh, like things existed and shit. And the more I'm learning is, you know, once online poker went away, a lot of these uh, places went to underground poker sites uh a lot of them you know because they're not regulated but the ones i play on it's got great security um it's been up for a long time so i feel really comfortable with that uh and uh you know like i said it's uh it's going to be a fun experience so um if you're interested again uh in playing with me starting next week uh please email mouthpoker at yahoo.com that's mouthpoker at yahoo.com you will be given uh, explicit instructions you will be told to get a username what you want to be called on the site um, and then you will be given a zoom code uh, from when I'm playing to log into zoom and uh, be able to play with me in zoom and talk with me so that's what's on the plans for me starting next week. Now, I told you guys all about this a couple weeks ago, and I was all ready to... People are asking if they can play from any state? Yes, you could play from anywhere in the anywhere in the world, actually, pretty much. So uh, that'll be really good. Um, and I, I'm really... Uh, like I said, I was going to do this two weeks ago. Uh, I was struggling uh access in like kind of like severe depression where i couldn't get myself motivated to do a podcast i couldn't get myself motivated to to do anything and and, I, and i've dealt with this a lot and the lockdown really exacerbated it for me and uh so uh i've i've kind of really done something good is i've gotten on a schedule um being on a schedule is something I've been wanting to do for about 15 years, which is go to bed a certain time, wake up a certain time, um, and then I take a nap at a certain time. I kind of eat the same time. And uh, then uh, late at night, instead of taking a sleeping pill, I take a couple hits of pot and it puts me right to sleep. Now, with that said, for some reason with my body, I... I sleep around four hours a night sleep, and then I get an hour nap between five and six, and my body really hasn't been tired. I mean, me, somebody who's always slept eight to 12 hour days, uh, 
back in the day, uh, only sleeping four or five hours, I, I kept thinking something's wrong, but I think it has a lot to do with, I, I, I don't know, I'm, a mental, I'm mentally ill, so who the fuck knows? Maybe it's because I, I just play so much poker to a certain time and it takes my, then I end up playing Chinese with Phil for, so I usually play poker from like 10 o'clock at night till three in the morning. And then I play on, I play with Phil Chinese from three in the morning till about five. And then by the time I unwind, I fall asleep around six thirty seven and wake up at 11. Uh, but it's been consistent. And then I get up and I'm wide awake. So, uh, you know, that's been pretty cool. So also, uh, we, I will be telling you about the, uh, world series of poker online events. Um, I uh, I truly believe that I am playing at the highest level of No Limit Hold'em I've played at in my lifetime, maybe since 2005. I did never believe I could play at No Limit Hold'em at this high level again, but I have been able to, and um, it's been amazing and a great feeling. So uh, I plan on streaming uh, all the WSOP.com bracelet events uh, starting, uh, I think it starts July 16th, if I'm not mistaken. I'll, I'll double check on those dates. So, uh, you will be able to watch me streaming live on my YouTube channel. Um, and, um, we might even stream live on Twitch. I haven't decided yet, uh, if, uh, uh, what we're going to do. Um, with that so but uh i looked at the schedule most are no limit hold'em some are plo uh there's a plo eight or better i'm not sure if i want to stream that one live uh you all get to learn uh, how great a plo eight or better i am and i mean i might have a hundred thousand people watching that broadcast uh just to uh see what i know about that game that nobody else does so i uh, haven't decided if i want to stream that i know all you guys are like saying yeah mikey stream the plo8 please please well you know uh we'll see uh i've been kicking that around uh but my no limit game is just really good right now and uh and uh i wouldn't shock me one bit if i win one of these online no limit bracelets it wouldn't shock me one bit so I'll be uh, I'll be streaming those. Uh, Bucket, everyone wants to see you play PLO. Yeah, I know they do. And uh, then I'm going to probably be going to Cabo for the GG poker. Uh, um, the other, uh, what is it, 55 bracelet events. I haven't even looked at that schedule yet. Uh, that's not a for sure. If I'm uh, not in pain then that'll probably happen. Uh, if I'm struggling with pain, that probably won't happen. So, um, uh, also, uh, uh, I did get word from the people who run the World Series of Poker. For all of you who think that WSOP is going to be online this year, that is not true. It's just them being able to give out 85 more bracelets to go with another probably 40 to 50 that they will be doing in um, October, November, which they told me is 90% going to happen unless there's a second wave of COVID. And if there is a second wave of COVID, that'll be over the day after the election because it's 
all a politically motivated way to fear people. So uh, we'll see what dates those are going to be. But uh, I did talk to the people that are running it, and the WSOP will happen this year. Um, so if you want to get brace, if you want to get bets down about World Series of Poker happening this year, just uh, say you got inside information from me because uh, they did tell me ninety percent it's going to happen live at the Rio. So um, that's what's going on in the poker scene. Um, as far as going out and playing any live poker, uh, I do have friends that are playing private games at Bellagio and uh, uh, Wynn and some places. I have one friend that plays a private game where all nine of them got tested for COVID. So it's the same nine people playing in the game. Um, so they don't have to worry. What are you doing, little guy? So I got a little new kitty, as you guys know, and he's running around here like a madman. I presume sometime during this broadcast, he's going to jump himself up here on the desk and you guys will probably meet him. But if not, you'll meet him shortly. So, um, Let's see what else has been going on. Um, uh, I don't know. I, 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 they're saying that the sports is going to start up in July. Um, that should be interesting. Uh, uh, that's uh, been pretty much going on with me, you know, with uh, with no poker rooms really opening and or open and nowhere to really no tournaments going on. You know, there's really not much poker to talk about except for. The game that I play in, um, the success I've had in this game has been nothing short of spectacular. I mean, uh, so my dad passed away April 16th. His funeral was April 22nd. So since April 22nd, I've had one losing day on online poker. And that was the day my girlfriend came home. Gee, I wonder why I lost. Uh and uh, and that was we all were laughing. We're like, "Oh, I hope she doesn't break my run. I'm on a 38 day winning streak, right?" I'm like, "Please, please, she's coming home today. I hope I don't break my run." And then she came home, and I got blasted. And me and my best friend Ben were like, "It's her fault. It's her fault. Get kick her back out. Send her back to L.A." But I'm like, "No, no." I'm like. I'm like, if we lose two more days in a row, we're kicking our back to L.A. But uh, other than that, it could just be a coincidence. <clears throat> Not. Uh, so uh, that was uh, happened then. And so that was like two weeks ago. And then uh, after we lost that day, we rolled off, I think, 14 more winning days in a row. So 52 out of 53 playing online in a private game. That's, uh, without a doubt, this has been the biggest rush of my life um if i run like this for six more years uh i don't know if that will break even for what i've been through the lot since 2014 with the injury losing my house losing everything and not being able to leave the house or walk so uh you know even like phil always like man mike you just don't know how good you run i I take all these beats you hold up every hand i said phil don't you think I'm owed this rush? What I've been through the last six years, lost my house, lost my father, lost fucking everything, you know? Um, and now I'm on the right track. I've got almost everybody paid back um, and uh, things are going good. So, uh, you know, 
I tell people this. I think I've told you guys this many times is I played the victim for three and a half years after my injury. Why me? Why me? And uh, that applies to kind of what's going on in the world right now. Um, you can't play the victim card. You got to play the victor. You can't just blame people. Oh, it's the white man's fault or it's the Jew's fault or it's this guy's fault. You're responsible for your own actions. And I made a lot of mistakes. And uh, now I'm able to say that I, I'm, I'm on a schedule. I'm doing all the right things. Things are going really good. Uh, so um, I'm really happy. So, you know, we're going to be talking a lot. Uh, we're going to be, uh, we got a couple podcasts coming up uh, this week. Uh, today's Sunday. I think it's going to be Wednesday or Thursday. We're going to have jungle man on the podcast and he's going to talk about the ghosting situation kind of what happened uh everything uh that led to it i don't know much about the story uh only what i've been told but i've been texting with him and he promised me he's going to come on the podcast this week uh so it could be as early as tuesday but because i'm opening the uh the mouth poker room uh it'll probably be on Wednesday. So uh, I have that going on. Uh, another thing that uh, I don't want you guys to get yourself in a real tizzy about, or this one really might get you guys worked up, but uh, I have been in contact with Mike Postel, and um, he wants to come on the podcast to uh, defend himself with that uh, case. Um and we will be get, taking, during that podcast, live phone calls uh, that anybody who wants to ask him uh, about anything that went on. And, and he is more than open to wanting to defend himself. Um, and I'll give him the floor. This will be a lot different than the first postal interview where we kind of let him just talk and put his side out. Uh, this will be where... Um, People will call in and be able to ask him things. Um, but if anybody calls in and belligerently accuses him uh, and is very rude to him, saying, blah, 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 you're a liar, da, 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 and, and is any way abusive towards him, you will be hung up on. So I have, I have no problem where he can take phone calls and you can ask him questions. And he is going to be willing to answer them. Um, but uh, we, uh, you know, we live in a country of uh, innocence before pro before proving guilty. Or you need to be proven guilty. You're innocent until proven guilty. So um, I will be more than happy. I told him before that I would give him the floor uh, to try and defend himself. And uh, he's more than ready to. Uh, and I told him I will be, you know, be able to ask him questions. And uh, and I'm sure lots of people will be calling in the podcast that day asking him questions. Um, but like I said, uh, when you do, out of respect, it's only fair that uh, you uh, treat him with respect on the questions you do ask him. So that will be coming up here probably, oh, before the WSOP online tournament start and uh, uh, probably here within a couple weeks. So a um, little teaser out there for that. 
So uh, I got a couple uh, little scandal people coming on. Um, we have uh, Jungle Man will be on the podcast, and then uh, probably Postal will be coming on um, to just to to say what he wants. Um, I have no idea what he's going to say, nor do I have any idea what he's going to answer questions to people who call in. So I'm just giving him the platform. And uh, like I said, I, when that does happen, I will not put up with anybody being belligerent towards him. So uh, that's what's going on. The mouthpiece. If you'd like to take part in our phone call segment, you can give us a call at 702-329-0480. And if you're a snowflake or a pussy and you don't want to talk to me, you can email me at mouthpiecepodcast at gmail.com. Also, follow me at the Mouth Mattiso on Twitter for times that our call-in segment will be live. Phone lines are open. 329-0480-702-329-0480. Give me a call. Anything you want to talk about. Talk about the poker room we're going to be opening. Uh, playing poker with me. Zooming with me. Uh, whatever you want to talk about. You want to talk about the world burning. Let me talk about that. Um, whatever you want. So, um... Phone lines are open. Uh, if you want to call, call me. If you don't want to call, don't call me. Welcome to the mouthpiece. Whoops. And we have a hang up. We got a caller and a hang up. What a bitch. Welcome to the mouthpiece. This is Mike. What's up? Not much. Just chilling. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. What are you doing? Who's this? This L. Hey, what's going on, my man? How's life treating you? Good. What's about this new poker room you got starting out? Yeah, I got it's a little one two dollar game. Um, two, may, it might be two four. We're gonna start off one two dollar. Just small. What it's gonna be my own private uh, uh, room. It's gonna be an online site, uh, in which people will be able to play with me. They'll be able to zoom with me. Um, for at least for two hours a day, um, and uh, it's it's basically kind of giving back to my fans, people who want to play cheap poker with me. Uh, so it should be fun. Uh, you know, Mike, you a hustler, man. You always got something going on. I wish I was a hustler, man. If I was a hustler, <laughs> if I was a true hustler, I wouldn't be in the predicament I got myself into. You know, but do you know Zigman? Yeah. I know him. He told me, I talked to him on, on Instagram a few weeks ago. I said, I'll be talking to Mike sometimes on the show. Yeah. And he barely speak English. He was like, yo, Mike owe me 30K online. Like, I don't know, was he drunk or did he uh, really mean it? He owe no, 30K I online. I, I don't owe him anything. So I, I know you don't owe him. I think he was drunk out of his mind or something like that. He's actually a nice guy. We've always gotten along good. Huh? He, we, he's a nice guy. Always, yeah. I mean, I've, I've gotten along good with him. I don't. I don't have nothing. To when say do you about. when do you think the um in your personal opinion do you think the Rio is gonna close down and, and and not be a Harris property anymore? I know they're gonna open still, but do you think after this contract end they're not gonna be a Harris property anymore? Yeah, I don't know. You know, I, I know they sold to uh, El Dorado, um, 
So uh, they paid like a billion dollars for Harris. So I don't know exactly. I think they're going to keep it the Rio, and I think it's going to remain the same. But I, but I don't know. I do know the World Series of Poker is ninety percent to happen in late October, November, uh, with a much really? what's what what much more scaled down version. Uh, it might even be a invite only. I don't know yet. Depending, it's going to be at the, the Rio. Yes. And depending on uh, how bad the COVID is, if, it, if there's a second wave or not. Um, you know, invite only, the, the the part of the World Series of Poker make it so great, any and everybody can play yeah. and try to get a bracelet. That's true. Invite only is going to be like, well, if is it that's not going to be worth the prize pool? Well, if, if uh, you have to understand for, for many of years, like the first three years of the World Series of Poker, it was an invite only. Uh, that's how it started. Um, it, these, these are all going to be uh, championship 10K buy-in events, all different games. Okay. Um, kind of like the big t- 10K buy-ins I play every year where there's 200 people tops between 100 and usually up between 130 and 200 in all the 10K championship events. And they're they're probably going to just do those and not have all the no-limit events with the big fields. Um, so, uh, that's what, uh, from what I heard might happen now, if there's no second wave and the COVID's gone, uh, it could be as much, it, it could be a, a mass amount of people. You understand? Uh, it all depends what they, you know, everything's up in the air, uh, with what's right. going on with that. So, uh, what you but, think about high stakes poker? Uh, high stakes poker is definitely starting. You gonna play? Yeah, I'm going to play. Uh, it's definitely oh, starting good. back up. Uh, it was supposed to start back up until July, uh, but that was also before the COVID also. So I'm not quite sure uh, when that's starting, but uh, high stakes poker will be starting up. Um, it's probably going to be 2,400, 2,400 or 4,800, no limit. Uh, I uh, I plan on playing in those games. So Do you um, think Eli going to play? Yeah, he'll probably play. He'll probably play. About- you know who I haven't seen in a long time? I was wondering, do you know where he at? Is he doing okay in life? I haven't seen him on High Stakes Park anymore, uh, Sammy. Oh, I haven't seen him in years. So, yeah, I I wouldn't have a clue. I mean, I have literally not seen him in anywhere between eight and ten years. So, so you don't think he, he he's not going to play probably? I, I don't think so. I don't think so. But, I really you know, I really hope you flop Kings full against somebody trips and yeah that'd be fun get all the money again Uh, that'd be be good i want to get all you know i uh i'm playing at a really high level right now so i'm looking for i know you are you emotional player you play with like you play with your heart and you take it serious i was watching a video about you the other day from 2005 when you didn't have no back injuries you had the you had the black turtleneck on remember that yeah and like you was in your prime and you were just so emotional Mm -hmm. and you just be yourself at the table and I, I'm really praying that your back get back well because um, people don't know how painful that can be unless oh. they go through it themselves. So yeah. I'm really praying you get back to tip top shape so you can. Anyone else from having three kings? <laughs> so uh, you know what yeah. I mean, Mike? Yeah, absolutely. So um, no, I'm. Uh, you know, the last ten days I've been in a little pain. Um, I'm hoping that I can get that f- fixed. Um, and I, and I just started a steroid pack. Hopefully that'll work. But um, overall, my pain level has been pretty good. Uh, and I've been on a, like I said, I was telling everyone, I've been on a schedule. 
uh, go to sleep the same time every day, wake up the same time every day, kind of eat the same time every day. And um, it's allowed me to play without having to play on Adderall, which I used was convinced I had to play on. Jeez. And uh, I used to get really bad side effects from Adderall. So being able to play with no Adderall and being able to play at the level I've been playing on is uh, pretty promising. So hey, uh, this is my last question for you, Mike. Sure. I have to cut you off. You know how Ivy got that the Vegas season and stuff. You think that he can play on high stakes poker with all this season of assets going on in Vegas? Could the, the judge? They, you know, I think he should have kept his money, but the judge ordered that he got to pay the money, and they said all his yeah. properties in Vegas got to get seized. So, do you think he can play on high stakes poker? Well, you know that I, I doubt it. Um, it's uh that's a really fucked up situation um i i don't believe he did anything wrong but i also believe no, he didn't do nothing wrong i also believe when you have a name that big in poker and you have nothing you have just no upside that you need to protect it and um in the in this world i mean he could have kept won a couple hundred here every time he played nobody would have known nothing and Unfortunately, he got a little too greedy. And um, and uh, when you try and screw casinos, I mean, say what you want. Like places, those underground casinos in London, those are run by like mobsters in London and that have big, yeah. big influence on judges. So, of course, they're never going to win a, ju- a judgment. You know, same with Atlantic City. You know, they're never going to win a judgment no matter what you have as far, you know. So, um as well, as far as I don't believe that he did things wrong and he was open about it, uh, it. Uh, well, I just wonder how did that work? Like, like nothing against him, but like anybody in general, if if you want a lot of money, right, Mike, and the casino in Langley City say, "Hey, Mike, we live in Vegas. We want to seize your your assets, your cars, and your money. So whatever money you got in, in the bank in the United States in Vegas, can't well, they seize it? So like, well, don't that's, that situation. Once they get a judgment on you, uh, they will take it. They will try and get everything they can. Um, they can freeze your accounts. It's, it's yeah. legal. They can freeze your accounts. Yeah. And, uh, when I have Jungle Man on the podcast this week, uh, you know he had a, he had staked uh, 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 Ivy, Ivy in that tournament uh, at the, in the in the championship, the players' championship, and mm-hmm. and they they didn't allow him to get that money, and he's fighting for that. Um, I, I really so he played the tournament basically for free. He played that whatever whatever buying it was. If he could have won it, whatever he cashed for it, they wasn't gonna give him nothing. Yeah, and he should have known that. Uh, there should have been a contract written up between him and Jungle that he's being staked, and that Jungle's getting whatever amount of money, uh, and then there wouldn't have been this. So, they don't uh, care because when you're being staked, the money's not going. The casino's not paying your you your backer the money. They paying you the money. Just for you to be honorable and pay your backer. Right, but if you, you yes, but if you had a contract showing. Like a notarized contract showing yeah. that it's, you're the one putting up the money and that he is only able to get, he's like, let's just say he's playing for a 20% free roll. Yeah. Right? They would only be able to seize that 20% instead of the whole 100. You know, they don't care about that. No, but they, if it's a legal document, they can't do nothing about it. That's but the whole thing. If he had his money overseas, they can't touch that, like in Mexico or whatever. Yeah, I mean, like it's it's. I don't really know the whole story. It's a touchy situation, but uh, you know, it's it is what it is. 
it looked like Jungle Man was speaking to him like he did something else crazy. They say he was cheating online and ghosting like he did a Brian Townsend. Yeah. Like he was pretending to be, you know, that's pretty well, fucked up. Well, we're going to hear, he's going to be on the podcast this week. I want, we're going to hear his side of the story. Uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, listen, I, I know Dan, he's a good guy. Um, people make mistakes. Uh, I I just don't think, uh, you know, let's just, I want to hear him out. I don't really know much about it, but I, I, I'm a type of person. I want to hear other people's side of the story before I just cast judgment. So I don't think it's like a, a a terrible thing, like a Mike Postle. Cause you know, back in online days, you know how you got, they got T-Rex 313 and D. Daniels brothers. Yeah. I'm pretty sure sometimes they was sitting by each other. Well, calling out the plays with each other. Well, that's another right. thing. Like people have been talking about, like about these World Series gold bracelets that they're going to be giving out online. I mean, can you imagine oh, yeah. how many people are going to be staying in the same house trying to win bracelets online? I mean, yeah. they're all going to be sitting next to each other, helping them out, saying, yeah. say, you know, taking notes on every player, <laughs> saying, saying, "Hey, this guy plays like this." This guy. I mean, it's like you can't police it. You can't, you can't police, police it. it. You know, and uh, yeah. how, how, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm on the, I'm on the side of the people that do not believe that online bracelets should be given away. Maybe they should give away no, sil- silver not. bracelets, you know, instead of gold bracelets. Um, I just think there's, it's way too easy for people to be having three, four, they're all going to be renting houses in Vegas. There 10 of them are going to be living together. Somebody's going to be deep. They're all going to be sitting behind them. They're all going to be giving notes. You see what I'm trying to say? It's just, I just don't yeah. think it's going to be good, but, um, Hey, they know, they know what the, uh, uh consequences are. Of, uh, are you comfortable playing for online bracelet when you know, all these guys are ganging up together, and especially all the technology. They can still be cheating online. You yeah. never know. Well, I'll just I'll just do what they do. What do you mean? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, oh yeah, of course. I mean, uh, whatever. I hey, look, if you did, who would know? Who would know? Yeah, I would <laughs> never. But you know, the people if they do, they have to live with it. I mean, who would ever want to win yeah. a bracelet, right? Mike, they no don't one- care. Mike, they just they don't care. Yeah, but deep down they inside, when they win that bracelet. That if they do do that, they're going to be like, yeah, I want a World Series of Poker bracelet, knowing other people were helping them. You see what I'm saying? Like, I could never be able to live with myself knowing that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. If, if, that, that's how much, if that's how much they want, up. Yeah. If that's how much they want to win a bracelet where they're willing to cheat their way to get it, then I, I feel bad for them. So uh, that's my yeah. thoughts on that. All right, man. I just want you to have a, a great day. I hope you're back and better. And Thank you know you. what? Keep the bald head. You're looking good, Mike. Thanks, brother. Yeah, bald head. I kind of like it. Uh, normally, I color the beard, and I look even younger. Yeah. But uh, I was uh, too lazy to do that today. I wish LeBron James do what you do. He yeah. still got the little fading hairline going on. Yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah, he does. I, I got sick of my my thinning hairline. I was like, fuck it. I'm like you got the George Jefferson look going on. You look kind of sick. And I'm like Mike, why don't you just cut it off, man? Like you know. Yeah, it was like man, my hair was getting so thin it was really pissing me off, and it was like twelve thousand five hundred for hair implants. I'm like hair implants or shave it for free. I tried to shave it for free, and everybody likes the look, so I'm gonna. So Mike, keep if it. you get hair implants, right? Do your hair grow normally? Yeah, it does. Uh, Daniel had it done. Phil even had it done. Uh, it's, it's expensive. Calivy? No, Helmuth. 
Uh, okay, yeah. So, so uh, I even need it. So, <laughs> yeah, it's expensive, you know, but uh, I don't know. Like, everybody seems to really like the bald look, so we're going to we're gonna keep it until people say they don't like it. Then maybe I'll... Hey, just keep the bald look, Mike. I mean, it don't matter what anybody else thinks, as long yeah. as you're comfortable in your own no, skin. No, I, I love it. And you like it. I love it. You know what I don't like about it, though, is, man, what? I mean... My hair grows everywhere on me except the middle of my fucking head. So, like, I have to just <laughs> shave my head, like, twice a week. Just so, like, I shaved it, I shaved it, like, yesterday, and it's already, okay. it's the, it only stays, like, baby thin for, like, a, it's already got the scruff back in one day. I like it when but I shave, about, shave like it, it feels good, like a baby's Mike, ass. At least you can shave your head, Mike. I'm black, right? Yeah. Mike, black people, if we shave our heads, we go nasty crunch. We have to use clippers to cut our hair all the way off. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Black people can't shave their head. I'm a nasty crunch. My my skin have bumps on it, so I gotta use clippers. Uh, At least you can shave your head. I, I thought I was gonna have like Nestle's crunch on my head because I used to always like pick on my head. I'm like, and now that my hair is bald, and whenever I I do get a couple, like like here's one right here, right, and uh, mm-hmm. I'm like, and I start picking at it, and I'm just like. It's kind of a bad habit I got. But, uh, yeah, I understand what you're saying. And plus, I didn't know how my, my head was going to gonna look with it being bald. If, if, I, if I was going to have a good shape. You know, you don't know what your what kind of head shape you have. But as yeah. it turns out, people kind of like it. So You look like you're well-rested, like you've been doing good in life. Like, you look yeah. kind of stressed out with the, the hair, like, kind of receiving hairline you had. Now yeah. you look refreshed. Oh, I'm happy. You got a lot going on good in your life, you know? Listen, um, my life right now is uh, maybe the best it's ever been um, as -hmm. far as everything going on. Uh, uh, It sucks like late last week or so, I've been a little bit of pain again. But other than that, uh, you know, uh, poker's been great and um my sleeping schedule has been great and so overall i've been pretty happy so anyway i appreciate the call man stay safe out there the world's gone crazy and uh yeah rp to george floyd man yeah i don't care what he did in his past it doesn't matter i got a pass you got a pass right mike of course but listen mike what I, I don't care if, if he was on the run. The way he died was wrong. Dude, it was terrible. You know? It was terrible. But see, the thing is, is everybody's in agreement on that. There's not no sides. I don't know one person that doesn't think that what happened to him yeah. wasn't awful. You know? And uh, yeah. it's disgusting. And um, But, uh, you know, to, to riot and destroy... 170 you should riot you, you should riot you, you should you should protest Wait, protest listen. peacefully but you don't have to loot no looting no i don't shit. think looting is is is, 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 is it was that. it was funny we were all uh joking around we're like uh when the riots started my best friend calls me up and says come on get your ass dressed it's time it's time to go downtown and go riot and we we're joking <laughs> around. you know we we're joking around and stuff but um yeah you know it, it takes away the riots and the looting, the anarchy takes away from this this man's name and what happened. And I think it's disgusting and it's real important to to not be burning shit down and especially in your own neighborhood. You're just burn taking jobs away from, from minorities and that, that when you're burning down business businesses, you know, that's just stupid. I don't even know what they think about when they do that, but it is what it is, you know. We live in a fucked up world. 
And you, and, uh, you know, you, you, you coop people up for three months, eight billion people, and you, they're like a time bomb ready to explode. And I think but that Mike, was like the you was, you, was in, you was in accounting jail for six months, Mike. You yeah. know, that officer, doing his whole prison bit, 10 to 20, whatever you got to do, he would never be able to go on population. They're going to kill him if you go to population. No, never, never. He'll be in, in solitary the rest of his life. Absolutely. You know, but who knows? I mean, they put Jeffrey Epstein in solitary and he somehow found a way to almost commit suicide and a week later did it. Uh, but he, I don't believe Jeffrey Epstein killed himself, so... Uh, oh, you mean you mean that sex trafficker yeah, guy, that billionaire yeah, guy? Yeah. You know how many you know how many yeah, safe people they had in that jail that never killed themselves, but this guy who was the most high profile case in the history of the country, somehow they found a way to he found a way to they they killed him. Yeah, he was definitely murdered. Oh, I fuck definitely yeah. I, I definitely think that. But, yeah. You know, I put a poll out the other day, eighty percent said he was definitely Hillary murdered. did it. Yeah. So Hey, but you know what? That guy that was on the run for 16 years. They made the movie White Mass with Johnny Depp. They oh. killed him when he went oh, to prison. Oh, yeah, Bolger. Whitey, Whitey Bolger. Bolger. Of course they killed him. You know, hey, here's and another guy. in his mouth. Yeah, here's another guy that was under this tr- great protection that they killed. Give me a break, man. They could get to anybody. There's a lot. The yeah. thing I've learned, they all want to call me conspiracy theorists when I bring up things on the podcast or on my on yeah. my, on my Twitter but it's not conspiracy. It's it's if you look up and you do the work, you will find out that these things there's there's no such thing. Even you know there's just no such thing as coincidences. Remember that there's just no such thing. Mike, you're right, Mike. You're right about that, Mike. You're a very smart man, yeah. but you also know in jail, you guys don't like snitches because half of them in there because Mike like Mike somebody snitched on you, Mike. Yeah, somebody exactly. snitched on you. And that and and I went to jail because they wanted me to snitch, and I said, "Go fuck yourself," you know. And you're a real man. You're not. You're not a rat. So yeah. I like about you. You're not a fucking rat. No, rats are fucking ridiculous. And you know what? You could have ratted. And, and the thing I, but I did learn, and I've told people this is like, listen, I know there's police brutality, but not just against black people, but in every. I was in booking in jail uh, where I was working. Yeah. I had to do mopping in the booking area. And I watched mm-hmm. four officers take down one white guy and one black guy, and they beat the fuck out of him. Even when he wasn't moving on the ground, they kept kicking yeah. him and beating him. So I know what goes on inside there. You know what I mean? So yeah. th- these are things that need to be reformed and uh, take away some of their power. Anyways, I got to go. Yeah, I appreciate right. the call. And uh, thanks for calling the mouthpiece, man. All right, Mike. Bye. Take care, my friend. Bye-bye. Welcome to the mouthpiece is Mike. What's hey Mike, up? how you doing? Good. This Who's Jimmy. this? My, uh, this is Jimmy. Jimmy, what's how up, you? buddy? I'm doing good, man. How are you doing? Doing well. Doing well. Good. I wanted to uh, give you a call. Cool. I played with you in the past uh, mm-hmm. tournaments and things like that, but I really wanted to get your take on uh, what's going on now. Hopefully, you're willing to talk about it with the Mike Postle uh, situation. Yeah. Well. Um, I've been actually uh, texting and talking with him lately. Um, he's going to be coming uh, on the podcast here in the next couple of weeks. Um, the case, as you know, oh, was, was dropped uh, in right. California, um, which I kind of figured it would be because they're just, unless they're able to get into his phone and show proof of it, uh, 
you know, there, there there's really wasn't much of a case to begin with. Now, um, he he wants to come on and um, defend himself, um, uh, and I'm gonna he's gonna be able to be taking questions from calling people like yourself. Uh, but I I did promise him that if he does do that, uh, anybody that gets belligerent towards him or doesn't treat him with respect and just ask them questions about things are fine. If they start to do anything like that, uh, I will hang up on them because I, you know, I, I am a believer in in uh, innocent before pro- or guilty, innocent before proven guilty. Uh, so the guy wants his, wants to be able to speak, and uh, people will be able right. to to at, talk to him and ask him questions. Uh, and so um, uh, it's a little teaser I threw out there. I I don't know if it'll be next week or the week after, or uh, but we have been talking and. Uh, something that uh he wants to do so um i have no problem giving him a platform where i'm not going to harass him and he'll be able to answer questions to the people who call in and uh you know if he doesn't want to answer them correctly and it's fine if he doesn't if people don't like the way he answers as long as they're not disrespectful uh then they'll be able to answer whatever he says so that should be interesting gotcha would you prefer me to not put you in the hot seat right now? Because I was going to ask you a question and wait for that podcast yeah. to come out. Yeah, you're better off waiting for that podcast because then uh, you'll okay. be, you could be able to call in and you can ask him what you want. I think that's probably better. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Uh, because I really, you know, I have made my own opinion of the situation. Um, uh-huh. I said that I would not go public with it until all the facts are in. And uh, so let's see what he has to say uh, when he comes and uh, we're going to talk to him. And uh, then I'll, uh, I'll give you my opinion of it once it's all said and done. You know, I've, uh, I've, I've got my opinion of the situation. I think that uh, okay. a lot of it was blown out of, out of proportion, especially now the more I play online. Like I'm able to I, – I literally fold top pair for one bet with with like – second kicker all the time when i know i'm beat so right. like I like when i'm playing when you're playing at a high level okay and you play with the same people every day like postal did now i'm not saying that he's innocent i'm just saying that there was a, a lot of narrative going around that was being spun and and kind of like oh well i'm a pro and and a pro would never play a hand like this well you know when you play one three dollar games and you play with the same people every day People, um, I play in a 2-4. I play a, 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 a pretty big private game, and then I play in a small 2-4-8 private game. Uh, and you play with the same people every day. You could just make the biggest folds for one bet. I mean, it's just easy. It's just because you know how they play. You know what I mean? And so a lot of those hands where you see him making these world-class folds, these are people he have been playing with for years. So um, with that said, I'm not saying that he's innocent. I'm just saying that of the narrative that was spun was way bigger. You know, it's kind of like all media does. They blow things out of proportion because that's what they do. You know? Yeah, there's uh, definitely a stigma. and They get some attention out of it. Now, my opinion is based on, you know, I watched quite a bit of the footage right. that there was, there did appear to be 
something going on, you know, but yeah. it's, there's no smoking gun. Ah, um, so let's, let's see you know. when I get him on the podcast and you could call in and uh, come up with, okay. I'm going to have everybody that wants to call in, come up with one question to ask, um, whether it's about a certain hand or a certain situation. And uh, as long as they treat them with respect, uh, I'm uh, more than happy to give them a platform. So, uh, that's all. Fantastic. And I, I will think call it, back then. If I, I definitely time, think that not, it'll definitely it'll probably be the most mm-hmm. listened to podcast in my history of the mouthpiece. Uh, but uh, you know, I'm uh, I'm a fair person. I don't. I let let a guy. I let him when he came on the first time. Just talk. I was very quiet. I didn't know nothing about anything. I still haven't gone over that many hands. You know, I smoked right. a little bit of pot. You know, I just so I'd be relaxed and I wouldn't be, you know, jumping on them. But uh, uh, this time, hey, I didn't you know, have any problem with the way you attacked them. You yeah. can't attack people. You can't attack like people. Said, They're just going to hang up. You know, I was high too. Yeah, yeah. You're not even going to get anything out of them. If you right. Them. And so after, when they first, a lot of the poker players, they were like, "Oh, you should have grilled them. Oh, you're the worst. That was the worst ever." And then they, uh, the next day, they call me back apologizing saying, you know, Mike's yeah. the only guy that could have got him to even talk. So, you know, um, I wasn't there to grill him. I didn't know the facts. And uh, I have no problems with people calling him and asking him questions about hands and situations. And I'm sure he's got a well-orchestrated defense of himself uh, ready to, to play out there. And once he does that, we'll take live phone calls and uh, and uh, see what they people have to say. So that should be interesting. I got a, I got one suggestion for the podcast. What's if that? you could get Chris Moneymaker to call in during it, because I know that they're buddies, yeah. and him give his opinion, that would be pretty interesting. Oh yeah. So um, I you know I got a couple of people that are friends with me. The reason why I even got him on the podcast originally was a very good friend of mine told me he'd been friend with Postal for fifteen years and. There was no way that this has happened and that this is a narrative being spun out of, uh, you know, a small poker game where he was 10 to 1 the best player. And that person told me that he's always been one of the best players in the world. So, uh, you know, let's uh, let's see what he has to say. And uh, it should be interesting. But anyways, I got another call. Got to go. Um, thanks for calling right. the mouthpiece. Thank and, you, Mike. Uh, if you if you want to play on my uh, little poker room starting uh, next week, uh, you can email at mouthpoker at yahoo.com for instructions. All right? Sounds good. Take care, my Appreciate man. Appreciate it, man. Take care. Later. Have a good week. Welcome to the mouthpiece. Hello? Welcome to the mouthpiece. This is Mike. What's going on? Hi, um, this is Larry from Oshkosh, Wisconsin. What's up, man? Larry um, from Wisconsin. I might be going to Wisconsin in two weeks. Oh, really? Yeah, I got a bunch of friends that live in Wisconsin um, uh, that Phil introduced me to as some of his lifelong friends. We become real close. I I told him I'm going to come out and visit them in a couple of weeks right before WSOP Online starts. So, yeah, I might be out there. So, looking forward to it. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, so, I don't really have any questions or anything, but I don't know. I, I did message you on Twitter earlier this week. Okay. Um, I don't know if you read it or not. Um, I was talking about I, I, probably um, the basketball, the basketball draft about that um, player Tyrese Halliburton. Okay, um, maybe I didn't get that one. Maybe you didn't read it because you probably get some notification. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll, I'll take a look. Did you, did you, did you direct did, message did, uh, me? 
Did you DM I me did, on Twitter? Um, excuse me? Did you direct message me on Twitter? Yeah, I did. I gave you a direct message. Okay, um, I'll take a look I don't at know it. if you read it or not. Does it really show a, a read? Re- yeah, a what it is is if I don't follow you, I get a message, and then I read. I If I want to, uh, I have to hit accept, and then I can read their message. Uh, what was your name? Oh. What was your Twitter name? And I'll I'll take a look at it. Um, it's just uh, Larry Pagel. Okay. I just use my my real name. So, okay, I'll take um, a look. Yeah, but basically, what I was saying, um, I I, uh, I when at the World Series of Poker when you were there, in 2005 at the final table upstairs. Uh huh. Um, I just so happened to be at the um, downstairs at Binion's in their nightly daily tournament at the final table. Oh, okay. And I took, like, fourth place. But I did see you come down the um, escalator and talking to some friends, and I thought that, I thought that was pretty cool and everything. Yeah, that was a, um, that was a painful day of my life. But, um, you know, everything happens for a reason. If I had won that tournament, won, like, whatever first was, like, six, seven million, um, who knows where I would be today. You know what I mean? Uh I, had yeah. to, I almost had to hit bottom and and work my way back up. Uh, and the journey back has been painful at times. But, boy, it, it, once now that I'm, I am back and back on top again, um, it's, it's, a, it's a very good rewarding experience, if you know what I mean. So um, everything happens for a reason. I, 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 don't, I try not to lo- live in the past. I try not to play the victim anymore and try and just keep myself in a positive mindset and it's really helped me out a lot. So, um, you know, I, uh, I've been playing a lot of private games from this COVID online. Uh, I think I brought my no limit game back to the level of 2005. I do believe I have. Um, and we're going to find out when the WSOP online uh, no limit tournaments start. So I really feel good about it. So we're gonna we're gonna see what happens, and um, we're gonna go from there. Uh, but I, I wouldn't bet against myself. I, uh, I I'm pretty my my confidence is really through the roof. Um, and it's and it listen. I the game I played in has not been the toughest game. Uh, I've been the best player, but you, you know when you're in the zone. You know when you're making these great calls, these great folds. And uh, I feel like uh, like I'm I, I'm at that level again, and I think I just needed to put the reps in because uh, I used to only play No Limit Hold'em for the last ten years, twice a year. It'd be the LAPC, and then I'd play No Limit in the main event, and uh, then I would play like maybe one other No Limit. So uh, I didn't really have many reps, and now I'm playing six to eight hours a day every day for the last three months, and uh, wow. It's just, uh, I never thought I could play at this level again. And uh, I'm really looking forward to, to it coming up. So, I mean, I was playing at this level in the mixed games. I've always played the high level in the mixed games because people don't realize I'm, you know, I would be all my money playing mixed games. But uh, now that I got to playing this No Limit, I'm, uh, I'm actually like really, I don't I have no interest in mixed games. I just, I love playing No Limit Hold'em again. And that's when you haven't done it and, basically in 10 years it's kind of like something new and uh and the the better i'm getting the higher level i'm playing at the better lay downs i'm making and uh you know you're playing good when you you try and rob 35 pots in about 
two weeks and you rob 34 of them, that's when you know you're playing at a high level. So, uh, you know. That's, well, I uh, definitely wish you luck this summer, you know. And uh, Yeah, and uh, that's uh, going to be fun. And then they, uh, you know, I, I, I made it, I announced today on the podcast I'm, I'm going to be, I have, I'm starting my own little small private poker room. Uh, and anybody wants to play, it's going to be $1, $2, and some $2, $4, no limit. Uh, and you can just go to uh, mouthpoker at yahoo.com, and uh, my uh, assistant uh, will give directions on uh, how to join. And with that, uh, we're also going to be having uh, lives. I'll be Zooming live two hours a day with the people that play in the poker room with me. And then once, I, I might end up still playing on there, uh, but it's hard for me to, to Zoom more than a couple hours a day because I have to, you know, when I sit in front of the computer, it's kind of hard on my back and stuff. Uh, so a lot of times I play on my iPad and stuff. So uh, I'm going to definitely de- dedicate two hours a day to all my fans playing that play with me in the room. And so that should be pretty fun. So I'm looking forward to that. So. Okay, so I, I just got one more thing real quick, and then uh, you can go to your next caller. Sure. But um, part of that message was... Um, like I said, I'm from Oshkosh, Wisconsin, and I believe your favorite basketball team is the L.A. Lakers. It is. Yes. It is. Okay. Okay, and then um, do you ever, like, follow the NBA draft when it comes out? Do you watch, I watch every. I watch everything, of course. I'm okay. just well, The reason why I bring this up is, um, okay, so I got two kids. I'm 57 years old, and I got okay. two boys. And um, Well, um my ex got remarried and had a couple more kids. Well, one of those kids, which is now brothers with my kids, mm-hmm. um, he, he, um, well, he went to Oshkosh North High School. Two years ago, they won their state tournament. Um, just fast forward, he got drafted by Iowa State, and he uh, did a sophomore year this year. And in the, through the middle of, uh, well, it's actually, actually at the beginning of the sophomore season at Iowa State, he was on the draft boards for, um, you know, first round pick right and espn his name is tyrese halliburton okay um espn had him as high as number four like back in december but then he broke his wrist and he he missed some of the season or the rest of the season but of course the tournament never happened anyway right um so i guess espn's got him like at number seven right now but but generally almost all the mock drafts have him like you know as high as uh number three all the way to uh you know around 11 that'll be great um, yeah, so I just thought it'd be cool to tell you that, and you know, you can follow. Cool, his I'll definitely follow him. And uh, you know, my all my Wisconsin buddies, like they think the Milwaukee Bucks yeah. are going to win the title. I got a ten thousand dollar bet with one of them. I got the Lakers. They got the Bucks. Uh, he's got. Oh, that's cool. He's uh he's got front row. He he's got floor tickets at the Bucks games. Uh, but he was like, he's kind of he was showing me how how. Uh, how much he used to pay for these floor tickets and now that they're really good they've like upped his tickets by like 10x like it used to be like 4,000 a game or something like that for I think it was like 140 for the year and now it's like 800,000 or something for the year for his floor tickets or more like one point something so he's pretty upset about that and uh, the thing about it is if if, uh, the Greek freak doesn't stay there you know how are they going to get away with charging that kind of money? You know, so that yeah. should be in, that should be interesting. You know, but, yeah, it's too bad the year could play out. You know, well, it's it's going to play it's out. Like it's, yeah, it sucks. It's not going to play out with fans. Because I'm a big time Milwaukee Bucks fan. And, yeah, 
they've been had some uh, lean years, that's for sure. And, and yeah. now it's, you know, it's just not well, the same with a shortened season. Giannis is, yeah. uh, he's a beast, man. I mean, even Shaquille <laughs> O'Neal said he's, he's better than he was at his age. So this guy, my God, if he, if he, if he ever shoots 38% from three, who the fuck's going to be able to guard this guy? I mean, he is something. He is a talent. Like we've, he's like, he could be like LeBron esque talent, you know. But uh, we'll see. This remains to be seen. But I got another call. I appreciate the call. Okay, thanks for one, calling one the mouthpiece. Quick request, real quick. Can you say hi to my good friend Brenda? Um, I forward these podcasts on occasion. All right. Um, to her, having listened, I say yeah, listen to this part because she's not really into poker or not. But um, all right, um, we we definitely like all your uh, your intros and everything and all the. The World Series of Poker, your your little um, vlogs that you yeah. Do. I'm gonna be doing uh, I'm gonna be doing uh, video. <laughs> is she hot? <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, just, if you give a shout out to Brenda real quick, because I you don't have to Okay, so this is a shout out to Brenda. Thanks for listening to the mouthpiece, and uh, I wish your Bucks luck of trying to beat my Lakers. In I the hope NBA it's the Bucks and Lakers. No. Me too, man. <laughs> It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a lot okay, of shit talking care, if it is. All right, my yeah. man. Take care. All right. It's nice talking to you. You okay? got it. Yep. All right. All right. Bye bye. Bye bye. Welcome to the mouthpiece. This is Mike. Hey, Mike. It's uh, Mark from Mark. Uh, Henderson, Nevada. Mark, down the, you're living down the street from me. What's going on, Mark? I'm on the strip right now. Um, I have a question that people have probably been wondering for a while. Um, you remember when you staked Scotty? And yeah. he won the main event, right? Um, and like he, he he jumped to you and his girlfriend, and yeah. he snorted something off his hand. Oh. People on the YouTube comment, comments were saying like he was snorting coke. Uh, you know what? Is that true? Or is that just? Bullshit? I would have no clue. That was '98. I had never done a drug in my life, so no, no, he, I'm if, talking about Scotty. Yeah, but I wouldn't even. I didn't. I never even noticed that. That's something I'll have to look at. Yeah. Yeah, that's that, that's actually the first like, time I've like heard maybe? that. That's that, but you know what? Scott's done a lot of drugs in his life, so it wouldn't. I wouldn't put it past him. Let's put it that way. Yeah, yeah. it was yeah. crazy because it was on YouTube. Maybe uh, like four years ago, they they just recently took it off, and like he, he remember you were like, "Yeah, we did it." Yeah, yeah. You were of like, "We did it," and, yeah. and you gave him a hug, and then like he hugged his girlfriend. Yeah, and then he looked at his palm and like. He like sniffed something off his palm. I'm gonna have, to, on I'm gonna have to look like, that up. I'm gonna have to see if I can find that. That's pretty funny. No, no, they deleted it. But uh, I was just seeing if you can, if you like knew about it. Or, nah, I mean, it doesn't really nah, matter. It's nah, pretty funny. I, I, it is funny, but I, I wouldn't have any clue really. But that. that All is right, Mike. Funny. Good to hey, know. Thanks for calling in, man. Well. I appreciate it. Take care, my man. All right, man. Later. All right, have a good one. You too. All right. That's funny. Welcome to the mouthpiece, is Mike. Hey, Mike, how you doing? Matt from Pennsylvania. Matt, what's going on, my man? Hey, I just was curious. I, I know you were about to say something, I think, but cause I really enjoyed the vlogs of the last year's World Series. Are you going to vlog some of the online games? I am. I am vlogging the online games. My uh, editor, who's over here right now, he's going to shoot a bunch of... We're going we're gonna to do some funny footage. Like, uh, you know, like you always had me coming in on a scooter... I mean, here you'll have me coming out and out of my bedroom, half fucking dead. Oh, um, because you know, I really, I, I remember I, once or twice. I remember you uh, 
going live when you were playing in the online tournament. I, I enjoyed watching you play online, and it's, it's a little different than you play, I think, in in, oh, yeah. uh, in person. Yeah, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be streaming all the events uh, that I play in uh, for the WSOP online. I'm gonna stream them all. Uh, I haven't decided if I'm going to stream the PLO 8 yet or not because um, I'm so good at it. I don't know if I want to give out too much free info. But what I might just do... That just means you're going to win that bracelet, so you got to stream it. I'll stream it. Uh, You could almost guarantee I'm down at the final two tables because I'm just that good at Omaha 8. Um, You know... Do you, know, will... do you know if you're going to play in the uh, the poker players one, the 50K? Well, that, that's the thing is I'm playing the ones in Vegas. And then if my health holds up, I will be playing uh, some of the online tournaments uh, from GG Poker, which I'll be going down to Cabo. Uh, I'm, I'm looking into renting a place down there and uh, playing the tournaments from there. Uh uh, you got to vlog it, Mike. You got to vlog it all. Oh, of course I will. Yeah, absolutely going to do that. And uh, like I was saying, the and if you can't, and if you want and if you want to drag Helm Helm with you. Well, that's the thing is uh, me and Phil have been talking about going. Uh, uh, he's you know Phil's part of the uh, the uh, the virus is going to kill your fucking family. So you you got to be careful. He doesn't ever leave his house. So uh, oh, don't get me. Don't me, get me started on that. Yeah, me. I'm oh part. I'm part of the virus. Is uh, maybe a little bit stronger than the flu, if that. Uh, per, that's that's me. Um, and uh, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go back there again because I know what I know, and I don't need to know anything else. All you gotta. All you gotta do is look at the numbers. Instead of people talking about, oh, a hundred thousand people have died. Why don't you look at the fact that there's. Uh, 300 or 400,000 people have died in the world out of 8.5 billion. Okay. And, uh, I, I agree a hundred percent with you, Mike. I right. honestly, that puts no, the, no that puts the number at point zero 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 two five percent to die from COVID. So, um, you, you know, what really makes, you know, what really makes me sad. You know, what really disappointed me was Daniel. I cannot believe some of the stuff he's saying on he, Twitter. He's, I, uh, oh. I, he goes into he's listen. I love Daniel. I told him a week ago. Whatever happens, I'm not going to let politics get in the way of our friendship again. And um, he went off on me one day, and then we've been talking since. But you know, when you when you he thinks I'm brainwashed and I'm down a rabbit hole and I'm a conspiracy theorist. And I, and I think the opposite. I think he's brainwashed and he's down the rabbit hole and all he does is regurgitate CNN. So, um, but listen, as long as you're able to have a healthy debate, um, then everything's fine. And what's gone on in this country now is there's no more debate. The left is shutting down debate. They don't want free speech. They don't want debate. It's their way or the highway. And um, and uh, when I do try and expose the things that he wants to be true, um, when somebody on the left who has strong beliefs in something and you're able to show them that it's not true or it's this, um, they don't want to hear it. You know what I'm saying? They don't want to say, 
I have another friend on my left and we have great debate and we talk about things all the time and she'll agree with me and she'll disagree with me and things. But you, uh, one thing my friend Matt Glantz says all the time and he's in the middle is if you're on the far left or the far right, uh, you're, that's, a, that's an absolute non-starter because these are people that are not gonna debate. They're gonna be set at this, is, the Democrats are all socialist and the people on the right are all uh, uh, white re- white supremacists that are whatever they fucking want to call people, uneducated, bat, whatever. So uh, you, you can't have a start from there. You have to you have to be willing to listen to debate. When somebody shows you evidence that contradicts their narrative, you need to uh, you need to say, hmm, maybe Mike was right, or vice versa. Hmm, maybe. Daniel is right. You know what I mean? You have to be open for debate. And once you just you know start. At, at, at the end of the day, Mike, I just want to keep this in before my phone dies from on yeah. my cell phone. Two things. One, the guy running against Trump is half brain dead. So no, he's, he he's wins, not half brain dead. Trump. He's three quarters brain dead. Don't get that More right. That. You know, he can't I, even put two sentences together when they give him like bad. 10 takes at it. You know, you know what's going to happen? You know what they want to do? They want him to become president, and then after like a year, they're going to say he's on... on four like months. It won't mind. even be a year. It'll be like four months, and whoever he picks a VP will be president. That's why... Um, exactly. That, that's why I think he made a huge mistake in deciding he's going to pick a woman. Um, I think he should have done who's best qualified. Now, that was before COVID and before all this unrest. And uh, I mean, I really believe the the right VP for him would have been a Cory Booker uh, because he's a strong uh, he's a good he's good at talking. Um, I don't know what woman is going to be ready to be president. Um, I've debated yeah, I mean, that's, people. That, that, that's what I see you to say about Cory Booker. But personally, I think he's a homo. Well, I can't stand him. <laughs> Okay, I'm the same way, but I'm also looking at somebody who, when I say strong, he's a very eloquent speaker. Um, he's he comes across strong. Uh, the only other person that comes across strong is Elizabeth Warren. Now, but I don't oh think, but I don't think he could win an election with Elizabeth Warren on the ticket. So, uh, and I don't think he could win it with he, Kamala I, Harris. So. I think, I think Elizabeth Warren was a crack hole back in the seventies. Probably was. Probably was. She's a. We know she's a lion fucking Indian. That we know. Hey, so. the other quick thing I want to say is I, I. I mean, despite my complete differences with with Daniel and politics and everything, I think you should tweet him and just say, "Listen, Daniel, we've been friends for twenty five years. No matter what, you're always going to be my my homie. We've done. We, we do. You know, listen, we text together." Listen, we text on the phone a couple times a week, you know, but uh, when you get, listen, when you get politically engaged in one side, I know this because I was like that in 2016. I was far, far right. Um, It's it's your way or the highway. And uh, it's very important just like to at least have debate. Uh, And we, we have talks and a lot of times our talks go really well. And then a lot of times they go off the rails. So, um, well, you know what? I wouldn't even when I, I the next time you text them or talk to them or tw- tweet them, I wouldn't even mention politics. I would just talk about uh, the World Series and, and yeah, well, stuff, we you know? do. You guys like he's part he's part of the group that ninety percent of cops are bad people, 
And I'm part of the group that 90% are good people. And that's just a narrative that's being spun. That's just not true. So first of all, first of all, all I got to say is, and I, I'm, I'm more on definitely more on your side with this, but right. I mean, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Okay. I guess you could say he killed the guy, but yeah, he, of course, you he know, did. they don't talk, they don't talk about the, the, the black cop that got killed. No, of course they don't. They barely even mention nor, him nor do they you. talk about but the 24 this, that were killed. They mentioned this guy who, by the way, was a criminal. I mean, yeah, but that, 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 you know, one thing I, I'll disagree with them. I don't care what his criminal past was. The guy was murdered, period. So, you know, that, but the point is, is, is you have to, um, uh, it, it's just, it's just a false narrative. There was only nine unarmed uh, black men killed last year. Okay, 19 whites. Seven were justified, two were charged in the blacks. And on the 19, uh, one was uh, charged and 18 were justified. And that's out of over like 10 million arrests. So it's a complete Uh false narrative. Period. All I know is, all I know is, when when a white guy gets killed, you don't see rights in the street. No people going crazy. No. That, that, meanwhile, Just that out there. Yeah. Meanwhile, seven police officers have been murdered the last two weeks. Okay, thirty six have been murdered this year. Um, Twenty six by African Americans compared to nine unarmed black people last year and th- three this year. Um, so there you go. Just get the narrative correct. It's an election year. They're trying to stoke racial division to get the blacks out to vote. Anybody with half a brain should know that. That's all you need to know. Absolutely. Hey, That's Mike, it. when do you uh, think we're going to be go back to actually playing poker live again? And, well, you know. the World Series of Poker told me that they're, they're 90% to happen late October, November, uh, as long as there's no second wave of COVID. Uh, I, won't, I wouldn't feel comfortable going to play in a casino until uh, after the summer. I think the virus is going to burn out a lot from the from the heat here in Vegas. And uh, we do have people, we pri- games that I play in, private games with the same people. And uh, we have started, some people have started playing in casinos, uh, private games where everybody was COVID tested. So That's uh, another thing they blame Trump for. Trump's the, Trump's the reason we have a virus. Didn't yeah. you know that? What, yeah, they blame Trump for the virus. Meanwhile, the virus is in every single country. And they like to say, well, 115,000 and more people positive in the United States. Well, um, we do have the second, third biggest country in the world. And if you go by deaths per million, we're third to last. Okay? Like they talk about... Uh, Germany, France. If you if you add up all of Europe, it comes to twenty million less people and thirty thousand more deaths. Okay, but they don't want the mainstream media doesn't tell you that. And uh, how could the virus be Trump's fault? Oh well, he should have had tests. Oh well, what testing he's supposed to have? Okay, the only one that had has some kind of testing were like South Korea and China because they had to deal with SARS back in two thousand and two. You know. There was nobody saying, oh, my God. Listen, Trump was lied to, okay? He was told we had nothing to worry about. You, you didn't go, go from a rally telling there's nothing to worry about two weeks before to all of a sudden there's a, a virus that going across the world, okay? He was told differently. He was lied to by certain people in his inner circle and I'm sure by Xi Jinping also. So, um, you know, there's a lot more that we don't know, and it's going to come out eventually. So we'll see.
All right, my man, I appreciate the call. Thanks for calling in. And uh, if you want to come play on my poker site, uh, you could email uh, mouthpoker at yahoo.com. All right. Hello? Phone died? Yeah, he said. All right. Welcome to the mouthpiece. This is Mike. What's going on? Hey, Mike. How are you doing? Good to speak with you. Thank you for taking my call. Oh, um, two quick questions, because sure. um, I don't want to tie up your line. All right. Um, first, firstly, if and again, I'm coming in a little late to the, the telecast. If you can speak to the apostle issue and just what you think is going to go forward with that, and secondarily, not not uh, not not to get political. Yeah, turn, um, turn the volume down. Uh, turn the volume down uh, in the back for you. I'm sorry, my volume down, yeah, sir? Yes, please. Okay, I, I hopefully this is a little yeah, bit better. Yeah, that's better. There you go. A little go. bit uh, quieter. Yeah. Uh, and, and secondarily, I mean, I voted for Trump, but to be honest with you, um, I, you, you you're, just the last comment that I heard a, a minute or so ago, you're basically saying he was lied to, that the information with regards to the, uh, the virus and things like that. Oh, absolutely. What basis... Yeah, I'm, I'm, let me finish my point, and, mm-hmm. and, and, then please, and then I'll hang up, and, and I would love to sure. hear your response. Um, w- w- how are you basing on this? I mean, he has the most—he has the CIA, he has the FBI. Well, exactly. The the, I'm sorry. That's exactly. Yeah. So if he has the CIA intelligence, okay, why would right. he be going around two weeks before the virus saying, nobody, we have nothing to worry about? You even had Fauci— Four weeks before the virus, we have nothing to worry about, okay? These are the people in his inner circle, okay? What's the best way to take somebody out? You tell them from the the CIA and intelligence, oh, there's nothing to worry about. Everything's going to be fine. Now, I'm not saying that happened, okay? But even if it didn't happen, the bottom line was is Trump went up on the State of the Union and addressed coronavirus while the left was busy preaching impeachment 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 so um fox news was covering coronavirus for a month before cnn even covered it all they were were impeachment impeachment 24 7 where they already knew the result everybody knew he was going to be get convicted in the house and acquitted in the senate so why waste six months of the american people's time when they could have been dealing yeah. with this covid situation that's all i'm saying yeah, i, I- yeah, I, I fully appreciate that. I don't have an argument. I, I, I tend to agree with you. but He's I, made I a lot of mistakes. Don't kid yourself. Trump's made a lot of mistakes, but so has so has everybody else, you know, from Fauci, from the from the World Health Organization to the CDC with the testing rolling out with the CDC. There's been a lot of fault and a lot of things that have been mistaken. But if you really look at what has been the biggest mistake of the whole COVID situation, it's been the nursing homes. I mean, what they told us was we needed to protect the older people. Then how in the fuck did Cuomo put people COVID positive in all these nursing homes in New York? You know, 40, 30 something thousand people died in New York. Okay. They have the highest percentage of nursing home deaths, something like 16% of all deaths were in nursing homes in New York. Um, if we lockdowns were a complete catastrophe, okay, what they should have done is say, if you're 65 or older, you are officially locked down. Everybody else can go out. 
okay? And it's been proven now that if you're under the age of 50 with no underlying conditions, the odds of dying from COVID is like, like I, I got a better chance of, of getting hit by a car in front of my house. You know what I'm saying? And so there was a lot I of guess, mistakes being made that were yeah, made. Yeah, I, I, I don't disagree with anything you've said. I guess I guess my point is, and keep in mind, it's coming from a context that somebody who voted for Trump right. four years ago, is that it's just my feeling over the last several months to several years that he is he his focus is really not in administrating the what's best interest of the of the country Wrong. and it has more let, let me just finish the point has more to do with how can i get elected what's the best narrative for me getting mm, elected uh, I, how can i get my face out i on it do you I, have that sense no i don't, don't. Um, now, with that said, am I disappointed in Trump? I thought he would be way more presidential, okay? He picks dumb fights for no reason, um, and that's his narcissism. And, and, it, and, it, and he showed that he's, he's really not a very good leader, okay? And I'm not going to— You are fake news. I'm not going to back down from that, Okay. But with that said, I do believe that he cares about this country. I do believe that his policies had made this country. We had record low employment in every category ever on record before COVID came along. And don't get me started on COVID because I I, I have my own conspiracy thoughts. Yeah, no, on no, that. no. I, I, I t- again, I tend to agree with you. It was just my yeah. my personal opinion when I watch him. I have a really, in my gut, gut, having nothing to do with the policy, mm-hmm. that his, the way he's moved, whether it's left or right or forward or however it is, has more to do with how can I get, and I know you disagree with this, so I'm just yeah. giving you my, my personal That's opinion. Fine. How can I get elected? What is the easiest path? What do I say in order for me to look strong, look powerful, and how can I get elected? And, and I, and, and it, and I look really, at this. It's a really bad take. Yeah. I look at it this way. He was a mortal lock for re-election and probably the biggest landslide in history till COVID came around. You know what I'm saying? No question. I agree. And and anybody that knows Biden is not going to be president, whether he is elected president, he will not be running the country. Whoever behind the scenes will be running the country. Okay. And he, he, the guy's brain dead. Okay, and it's sad because people that know him said that he's actually a really nice guy, but he can't keep two sentences together. Trump is going to eat him out and spit him out at the debates if they even debates him, because he I said to myself when they all coalesced behind Biden is how were they going to hide him for seven months? Well, along came COVID. Oh, just just absolutely out of nowhere. COVID comes around. Okay, and then once the COVID started to wear off. Now we have the media inciting race wars, okay? And it, and and don't kid yourself. The media is anti-cop. They don't care how many cops die as long as it's for a narrative to get out the black vote to get Trump out of office. And for them to be as anti-cop and for our legislators, for the Democrats to be as anti-cop as they are when they know that without police we have anarchy in this country is unbelievable. To think that 55 percent of democrats are for defunding and get it rid of police how fucking brainwashed are these people that'll be the purge 24 7 
I, I just, it's, to me, it's I, I totally agree. I, I don't want to take up your time. I just want no. to say a couple of very, very quick things. First of all, when I get off, if you just, it, just out of, of, of vicarious interest, if you can comment on the Apostle thing going forward. Yeah. Um, second, um, I appreciate your candor. It, 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 whether you agree with you or don't, don't agree yeah. with you, it takes a lot of guts to come out and say all the things that you've said, particularly in the environment that we're in. And right. thirdly, I, I just, I love you. I love watching you play with Helmuth and all the other people. You've brought a tremendous amount of joy to to, to me over the years, and I thank just you. want to want to personally thank you. And you hopefully one day I'll, I'll I'll be able to shake your hand and meet you. So just from my heart to, to you, I, I appreciate all what you've done for. Poker. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. You got it. Thanks right, for the call. I appreciate much it. love. God bless you. Thank you so much. Yeah. So um, like I said. Um, as far as the postal situation goes, um, I have just recently been texting and talking with him, and he wants to uh, come back on the show, and he wants to try and clear his name. Um, I told him it's uh, if we do that, I, I will be taking live phone calls, and people will be able to ask him stuff um, as long as and nobody is belligerent towards him because you must treat people with respect. Um, and uh, after you're done asking him questions, uh, you will be able to, uh, you'll basically be able to uh, make your own decisions on it. And I think that's uh, about the fairest way to be uh, when it comes to the postal situation. Um, again, uh, I've done done a way to keep myself uh, at a neutral in this situation. So anyways, uh, looks like we're going to take one more phone call. Welcome to the mouthpiece. This is Mike. Mike, Mike Kamau. What's up, buddy? I'm talking to you. How's it going? Uh, how you doing? Um, I'm doing, doing good. Great. Living in Vegas for one year now. Oh, really? Are you? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. What do you, What have you been doing uh, with yourself? Uh, actually, I'm a nurse. I work on a COVID unit. Um, yeah. Yeah, and part-time poker player. Cool. So, yeah, yeah. I usually play at the Win and Aria, but. Yeah, I, I want to say I definitely stand, uh, agree with a lot of your political lands, uh, and I uh, think uh, Trump is definitely a shoe-in. I do, too. Um, think the only thing that scares me is um, is just the, the, the vileness and the, the, the outrage, you know, of the yeah. left. And, like, it's it keeps, vile. It keeps building and getting worse and worse. Well, it's again, it's it's they're stoking this okay if they can have unrest and they can have the ride they want to keep this this uh rioting and this unrest and these protests as long as they can go okay because that what that's going to do is motivate the black base everybody knows the more bl- what that that the black people did not come out to vote for hillary in 2016 which is why trump won they are going to use this as a way to catapult people to come out and vote. Um, that's why the media, sto- they don't care who dies. They don't care how many police officers are killed. I mean, they are anti-fucking police. 90% of the police are good people. And you know what? Without the police, we're fucked. That's it. Yeah, I, I love to bring stats and statistics to people when they say, like, you know, cops are racist. I'm like, yeah, yeah well, there's a Harvard research study by a black professor who says that white that cops are more likely to shoot white people They're than they way are more black likely. people. Proportionally. Yes. And then I also say, well, if you don't like that, I'll give you the New York Times. And if you don't yeah. like that, I'll give you the Washington Post. Yeah. All far left leaning. Exactly. Uh, exactly. But, yeah, they're like, no, 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 that's logic and reason. Get that out of my head. That kid, that, yeah. that, that, 
That's how the left reacts. They don't want to hear the truth. When I show them, I showed somebody a study that nine unarmed black people were killed last year. Seven were justified. Two were uh, police. There's a trial going on. Okay. And now let's just say two of them got off and let's just say four were convicted. Should have been. Okay. That's there's over. That's out of 10 million arrests. Okay, do they understand every time a police officer pulls somebody over in a car, their their life is at risk? They don't know they're going to pull a gun out and shoot them. I mean, look what happened on Friday night. Look what that guy did. And people are saying uh, the, that, that, that they should arrest the officer and that was mur- murder. They, the guy tried to kill the officers, took the stun gun, turned around, pointed it at him. They didn't know what he was pointing at him. They didn't know if he had a gun. It's just ridiculous now the george floyd thing was flat out murder it was disgusting oh yeah everybody agrees on that you know what i mean yeah well all society agrees on the guy's being convicted of the guy's gonna be convicted of murder right. and said all those other cops i felt that apparently one of the cops it was his first day on the job talk right. about a horrible first day yeah and uh, and, and the one that's out on bail is a, he's not a rate this is a guy that that spend two days a week feeding uh, uh, minority people at home shelters. I mean, this guy didn't yeah. know what he was doing. I, I really don't think he's going to be convicted. I think, I, 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 I believe that uh, maybe one of the other officers could get convicted. Uh, but then, uh, but the thing is, is, is most trials take 12 months to happen. They're going to fast track this trial before the election to, to stoke unrest. You mark my word. I've, I've made somebody a bet. I made him a thousand dollar bet yesterday that this was going to happen. I told him not only that, I will give you, I will give you the nicest dinner you ever want to eat if I'm wrong, because I just know what how evil the media is. They spin things. See, that's the thing. If people want to say, oh, Mike, you think everything the, the mainstream media says is a lie? And I say, yes. And they're like, how can you say that? I go, because I watch the fucking something that happens live, whether it's a Trump rally or a, a, a Trump speech or something, whatever it is. And then I watch, I, I watch left-wing media and they just make shit up that never happened. So I tell people on the left, why don't you watch something in its entirety and then give your thing? Like, uh, like somebody sent me a clip. I was like, I was telling him you should always watch Tucker Carlson. He's really fair. He calls out the right. He calls out the left. He's like, oh, Tucker's a racist. Look what he said. The black people are coming for you. And he sends me this five-minute clip, right? And that was not even said. He was talking about how how they, the mob comes for is coming for the mayor who wouldn't denounce and wanted to fund the police. He said, I'm not defunding the police. And they went after him. And he said, and he said straight out, if they came for him, they'll come for you. Right. And, and so they, but they put in this little five minute montage to make Trump uh, Tucker look racist. And then when I, when I show him the real thing, the leftists, they don't want to believe when you show them the real thing. They want to believe the narrative that's, t- that's told them. So that's I all. Say, I, mean, I would say history, I always say history repeats itself. And, like, uh, in the 1910s or 1920s, like, there was a lot of this bullshit going on, uh, going on and no one, no one put, put a stop to it. We've had, I remember going to college and having a list of Mar- Marxist professors and tell, and tell me straight to my face, oh, you don't understand because you're white. And I was like, 
Yeah. Bitch, you don't know me. I yeah. Okay, I, I, I was. They're mar- at least I mean, you hit. They're Marxists, is what they all are. And we're, right now, yeah. we have a Marxist takeover of America. And if we, whether you like Trump or not, if you don't stop it, the this could be the end of America. You know, have you ever heard what what uh, what uh, Ronald Reagan said? He said, "America can never. Nobody can ever take down America. It can only be taken down." From within, and if it's taken down from within, it'll be liberalism that takes it down. So, um, it, you know, and these are things that I, I, I've learned so much over the last four years politically. And uh, when people think that I'm crazy or I'm a conspiracy theorist, I am more educated on world situations and politics than anybody in all of poker. And I will debate anybody on every any issue that they want to call and debate me on, and I could show them the opposite of what they read. I could show them where that's just not true. You know what I mean? And that's it, that's it. You know, I don't want to be, and, but I'm fair. See, the thing is, is, is if you're on the far left or the far right, that's a non-starter. You have to be able to come and debate issues. If you can't debate issues, then, then you're just already too far gone, okay? When I say this is my position, you say this is your position, we then get on, we hashtag, hash it out why you believe this, and, when I, and I can show you evidence of why I believe this. You know, and every time I show a leftist evidence that points in my favor, all of a sudden the phone call stops, the text stop, and and they go like you just said. It's like they, they oh they they want to we'll see what they see in the New York Times or the Washington Post. They don't want they don't want to see the truth. You know what I'm saying? If you show them the truth, they go ah, la 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 la. That's not the truth. No, it is the truth. You just don't want to face the truth. So that's yeah, yeah. it's just I think uh, when it comes to uh, leftism, uh, they kind of uh, they. Do away with anything religion or God, and right. like I go to Shul, I, I work Hashem, you know. Right. But it seems like you talk to anyone on the left wing, their God is their government, and that's why they're so passionate and they, they go so crazy if you question it. They, they, they worship it. You know, I told I sent today I sent out a couple texts to people. I'm like today's National Flag Day. I had no idea what the 13 folds of the flag meant. Every single person listening to my podcast right now should go look up the video of the 13 folds of the flag. And 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 and, and like three of them were Judaism, Christianity, and in God we trust. That's how this country was built, on Christian Judeo values. And they want to throw it all out and throw out Everything. I mean, just you should. I mean, just one of the folds were for our for our our military. Another fold was for the military that have died in combat. I was like very. I I mean, I, this is something. Another thing I got educated on before today. So I tell everybody, go out and check out the video. Okay, of today, what the thirteen folds of the American flag when they fold an American flag when when a when somebody loses their life in combat and what every one of those folds mean and if you learn that you'll know what it is to be an American and what's going on in this country right now is so anti-American it's a fucking joke and that's all I got to say. All right, Mike. You have a great night. Thanks. You for got taking it, man. Take, hey, thanks for calling in. Take care. Later. Thank you. Welcome to the mouthpiece. This is Mike. What's going on, man? Mike, what's up? This is Frank from Atlanta. What's happening, brother? What's up, Frank for Atlanta? They're burning your fucking state down over nothing, huh? Yeah, I know. Luckily, I live on the outskirts, so good, I'm not seeing good. too much. But yeah, 
I had a fucking thousand, fifteen hundred rounds I'm ready for him. There you go. That's the thing, is like <laughs> what's so funny is 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 um the narrative about guns and confiscating guns, well, that all went out the door when COVID started and all the riots started. You notice how there's no rioting of people that are standing guard in their neighborhoods with assault weapons? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. It's exactly. funny. I bought, a, uh, I bought a pistol the other day. It's, a, uh, it's called a Spartan, and mm-hmm. in uh, Greek it says, uh, I know I'm going to mispronounce this, but Molan Labe, it means come and take them. Which Leonidas said to the uh, Persian Emperor, it's pretty cool. Like yeah. a Second Amendment uh, rights uh, phrase that they use. Yeah. But uh, what do you call it? Man, I'm so tired of hearing about politics. This no is shit. A, uh, I don't blame you. I am too. Let's talk poker for a minute. Yeah, let's do it. I uh, I was playing on poker, bros. I joined this club. My mm-hmm. dude, um, whatever got me in. And uh, it's a union, basically. So it's a bunch of clubs joined into one, obviously. That's what yes. a union is, anyway. I know, exactly. Um, and I'm actually part of another... A... I'm actually uh, opening my poker room on Tuesday, which will be a skin of uh, a place called King's Club Poker. Uh, nice. And I'm going to have basically my own room. It's going to be all $1, $2, no limit, $2, $4. Um, well, you'll get fucking rich because I got a friend that. But I'm not looking at. But I'm. I'm. Tonight. He's making fifty k a week. But guaranteed. I'm not looking to do that. I'm gonna be. I'm. I'm raking very small. Um, yeah, um, you could put it four times the max. Uh, the big blind is the max on there. So I mean, if yeah. you run two, I think you'll still do great. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna take three dollars a hand max, and uh, and uh, we'll see how many games we get. And uh, I'm gonna Much be better than the casino. Yeah, I'm gonna be doing. Uh, I'm going to be doing a Zoom live with my fans that come on and join me uh, for two hours a day. I'm going to start off probably between 2 and 4 in the afternoon. If that time seems a little bit slow for people, I might move it up till like uh, 4 to yeah, 6 in the like afternoon. Seven, yeah, like so we're going we're gonna to see what time uh, uh, we're going to ask all the people that, uh, that uh, email me for instructions on how they can deposit. Uh, and uh, I will get try and get uh, the best info out of them. What time they think is going to be best. So I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah, be zooming uh, two hours sweet. a day, teaching people when they play hands bad, um, and then uh, if the games go after that, uh, I I do have a couple of people that will be uh, in there helping keeps game together and talking with people and trying to make it a fun experience. Um, I've played a lot, a lot of games, private games and some private clubs since COVID started. Uh, we've done a lot of zooming, uh, which really makes it a lot of fun. And so, uh, yeah, for sure, man. I wanted to actually talk about uh, the dynamic of this. Uh, I snapped off a $50 rebuy on there. It was like 2,800 players and some change or 27 and change. Right. And uh, 40K was up top, 40, like 41K, like 48, 50, whatever. Right. And uh, it was a turbo platform. And um, I remember making the final table uh, during the bubble, like the last three hours of the tournament. I was doing so fucking card death, literally. And I just like fluctuated between being between like seven and 12 big blinds. Yeah. And just happened to uh, pick, you know, spots to shove and shit. Yeah. I literally never picked up a premium hand. Uh, it was just so cool because of the dynamic. I mean, I've won tournaments before, but it's never been, it's usually, you know, three and four betting. Um, you know, we used to have poker tracker and shit like that back in the day and, you know, see how much, you know, this guy's VPIP and how often he's opening the three bet. But this was like super crazy because I just had to stay above fold equity. And, um, 
I, I usually try playing, you know, GTO, but also mixed in. Like, I jammed, like, probably three times in an orbit, <clears throat> and then I came under the gun with eight bigs, and I had A7. And um, I just knew in my gut to fold it because I'm probably not getting through here. And if I get called, I'm probably going to be super behind. Right. And I ended up uh, ended up mucking, um, hoping for a better hand. Yeah. And big blind show tens. Yeah. And um, anyway, I you know I gave myself a chance. I think I caught like ace jack the next hand and jammed yeah, it in there, that- doubled up and won the tournament. But that's that's kind of like the difference between new 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 school and old school. Like I believe. Uh, a lot in the Phil Helmuth style, which is um, stay patient, find, don't give up, find a better spot. Um, the math people, the GTO people believe you get down to eight big blinds, you got to shove or whatever. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I shipped it in there with fucking oh, Jack Force. Well, so, dude, because I, I do that too. That spot, but yeah, you look I for wasn't it. in love with it. No, you look for the right spot all the time, you know, but you there's also times you you can you could I've folded down to two three big blinds. I mean, look at look at uh just give you an idea. Look at uh, uh what's his name? They got second in the main event this year. I mean, he had between three and six big blind like for, for, yeah, like six big blinds from for like the last like four days of the tournament and found his way to get second. And that's still, I mean, that's that's pretty much above fold equity. Like yeah. it's right there teetering the line. Yeah. And uh, the way I went that's broke in the cool. main event, I was pissed off at myself. And all the GTO people are like, oh, it's standard, but not in the main event. You have 15 big blinds on the button. You can't be shipping ace, eight of spades. Yeah, that should have been raised. Yeah, up. like you're supposed to you cherish know. that. You know, in, in, in the turbos, yeah, but in uh, in the main event, no. You know, so I'll tell you what I did that kind of changed the difference too in my play style. I knew there was 40k up top, and I didn't check the uh, the payouts for the final table because I didn't want it to dictate my play style. So like, um, I didn't see it until I was heads up. I got heads up with like a five, like four and a half to one chip deficit, and like I fucking forgot, dude. I used to make a living playing heads up online, like sit and go second seating using shark scope. Yeah, I mean it's bum hunting, but I mean whatever. Yeah. Uh and like I just forget how horrible people play heads up. Like this dude's like four and five X and get free and shit. Are... And like I'm opening every button and like I really just realized like how how wide you have to defend um your big blind and situations basically based on pot odds because every time he was opening when he would open to one point two, one point five, he was mixing it up, which was kinda weird. Yeah. Where I'm getting almost four to one to call here in this spot. Right. And you could have whatever your fans have equity showdown value with king five shit like that right which i didn't used to do in the past because people just played so horrible right. but it's tough to run over people like that anymore no. it just felt good man. I mean, like on, the, off something the like thing is, is vindication on, yeah online to me is is real gto and math is very important but i when you're playing live i still believe it's about looking at them and knowing what i just feeling your instincts you know and uh, luckily, yeah, intuition I, goes a long way. I've I've played a lot of online in the last three months, and I've got my no limit game at a real high level, so I feel real comfortable with it. Um, and I'm ready to put it up against anybody, and uh, I can't wait for. The Are you able to play in JRB's private games, or you're not invited? Uh, I'm not invited, uh, but I really kind of have no interest in them. Uh, I play in a lot of really good private games that have. Uh, been real good to me and i can't can't complain but i've uh there you go. i've really gotten my no limit game at a high level and uh i'm gonna prove it that's all 
So oh, I'm looking forward sweet, to that. man. So, uh, listen, man. I heard uh, JRB has been fucking giving away a million. Yeah, I'm sure he has. The I'm sure he has, you know. And uh, there'll be, it won't be, a, I, I don't want to say anything bad about anybody, but he's not one of my favorite people. I'll just leave it at that. No, I got you. Yeah, I seen last time where he said he owed him a couple grand or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Don't worry. He's, he's, but you yeah. know what's funny? Uh, I listened to the podcast. I remember you said something in one of the earlier ones with like uh, Alan Kessler or whatever mm-hmm. about uh, giving yourself, staying, you know, giving yourself a chance to get lucky. You know, staying yeah. in long enough to give yourself a chance to get well, lucky. Well, that's what tournament poker always was. Deep in that tournament. Yeah, that's what per- tournament poker always was: is stay alive long enough to give yourself a chance to get lucky. Now they're letting people buy in on day two with three quarters of the field out. You win one pot, yeah, and now you're going to cash, and you got a shot to win a tournament. I'm, I'm like very yeah, much, dude. I'm no pro by no means. Like yeah. I haven't studied. I'm sure if I did for you know a year, I could get back to where I was. But let me fucking if I had. You know, I have a little bit of a bankroll now, but I could fucking rape all these circuits if I was able to travel. I got three kids. Yeah, me Let too. Let me buy in on fucking day two with yeah. 30% of the field gone. Yeah, and I and I would do the same. I can't travel because of my injury, you know, but uh, I don't do studying. I've, I've, ne- I've never done any sims in my life, and the last four No Limit tournaments I've played have been, uh, let's see, 27th at the LAPC, um, 199th in the main this year, 30th in the turbo, and 15th at the Bay 101 in March. Those are my last four no limit yeah. tournaments. So just think Didn't if you I study. Did you jam like A6, A7 in that uh, Bay 101? No, what I did is I fucked up with Ace Jack with the, on a three heart board, Jack High, um, for a million chip pot where she flopped King 10 of hearts. I should have three bet pre. Um, I made a big mistake. And uh, now that I've been putting in a lot of reps, that won't happen again. Uh, so I feel pretty comfortable about it. So uh, That's pretty sweet, man. Awesome, bro. Uh, how do I find out? Would you uh, get your shit signed up with the online yeah, team? Uh, you, just, you could uh, uh, go. You can email uh, mouthpoker at yahoo.com, and you will get instructions on how to do everything. And uh, when I, if, I, if you come on and you see on the Zoom, remember just say, hey, this is so-and-so. I talked to you on the mouthpiece. And we'll chat now. Are you going to use the uh, slogan "Come chat, play with the pros"? Yeah, no, it's going to be "Come chat, <laughs> come chat, and and have fun with me." That's all. So. All, right. all right, all right, man. Enough. Thanks for calling. I appreciate it. Right. Have a great Take one. Care, bro. Take care, my man. Take care. Yeah. Another episode of the mouthpiece is in the books. Everybody, if you want to play with me in my new poker room, go and email at mouthpoker at yahoo.com mouthpoker at yahoo.com and you will be given information how to join the private room with me and we will also be emailing you the zoom code to play with me two hours a day starting on tuesday everybody have a great weekend stay safe stay away from the riots and uh everybody i love you all take care The mouthpiece.